You are here because the outside world rejects you. A lot of times, things sound better on paper. And then when they're right in front of you visually, you're left wondering, thinking, what is this? What the hell am I watching? I didn't ask for this. This was not my wish. Why? Well, today's episode is no different. It's almost the equivalent of uh, going to McDonald's and unwrapping a hamburger only to find out that it looked nothing like the picture that you saw. So... Today we're going to discuss the highly anticipated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers in Space crossover. For the past decade, we've gotten crossovers and team-ups that everybody has dreamt of since they were kids, thanks to Marvel and DC. We, we have seen everything come to life. But in 1998, every kid, every 90s kid jump for joy at the thought and rumor of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover. But that didn't happen. Actually, it did happen. We just didn't get what we wanted. We didn't get the Power Rangers of of yesteryear, the Mighty Morphin. And we didn't get the Ninja Turtles that we saw in the movies. We got the next mutation and Power Rangers in space. I'm going to extend a little bit of an olive branch here because I do know that the next mutation gets trashed in every forum, every fan page, every uh, comment section, you name it. If, if somebody has an opinion, they're going to go ahead and trash the next mutation. And I'm going to go ahead and say, maybe go out on a limb here and say that the show wasn't that bad, nor was it good. So don't, don't think that I'm going to sit here and praise the next mutation for being the second coming of the first movie not even close but i will say that i did enjoy the look of the turtles they they looked a little meaner than than normal they didn't look as chubby but i didn't know or didn't understand how the hell they had abs Uh, you know where do you get crunches on a turtle shell and how the hell did venus have boobs really makes no sense to me i i didn't uh i I didn't understand that too much uh sometimes my mind tends to think a little much um and i try to rationalize i try to make sense of things and this is not one of the shows you should try to make sense of it's a show about mutated turtles and i'm over here worried about how they have abs when i have not even one ab One thing I really did not like about the next mutation was the added character of Venus, Venus de Milo, whatever she wanted to call herself. And I know it's a controversial subject because, you know, of the sign of the times and, you know, this was ahead of its time, I guess you can say that. But I felt like she was not needed. I felt like they were trying to hit a demographic to try to keep this franchise alive. 
after it kind of died out with the 87 series and you know this was their next reincarnation of the turtles um i just think that there were other options other characters that they could have entered instead of venus they could have added slash who was technically a fifth turtle they could have added kirby who was apparently supposed to be a fifth turtle the fifth member of the group according to kevin eastman's unmade fourth turtles movie or you can get real technical and you can add zach the unofficial official fifth turtle from the 1987 cartoon series so to think that they needed her and her magical powers i just don't i don't see it i know recently they added uh, a female turtle named jenica and it made sense she did they didn't try to you know give her hips or or boobs or anything like that they made her look like an actual turtle like the rest of the group because that's what they should i mean they're they're turtles like why try to you know make them look like something other than that so th- those are my little bit of gripes with the next mutation power rangers in space is a whole nother story I'll get to the ending of that series a little later on in this episode because it baffles my mind and it really irks at me. Technically, this episode called Shellshocked happened in Power Rangers in Space and not the next mutation. Power Rangers in Space seemed like more of a popular franchise and Power Rangers itself is actually a popular franchise and the Turtles were trying to make a come up again and In my opinion, I felt like they included them in this series just to give them a jolt to get some fans on their side so that they can keep watching or they can gain new viewers. But who knows if that even that even worked? Uh, I'm assuming it didn't because the next mutation was very short lived and rightfully so. So in this particular version of the Power Rangers, Astromeda is the villain. She is sister of the Red Ranger Andros. And she mind controls the turtles into helping her take control of the Power Rangers ship. Now, that's basically the whole thing. She feels like if she gets control of the ship, then she gets control of everything and can destroy the Rangers once and for all. Same shit, different episode, right? Now, it's hard to find this episode because... Um, Netflix took down a lot of versions of the Power Rangers. They, they had a lot of them up on there. And this was one of the series that got axed. They kept Ninja Force or whatever BS that they have going on these days. And this one was just taken off. So I had to keep looking and looking and looking. And I had actually had to purchase this episode, which was $1.99 on Amazon Prime. And um, I had to rewatch this. It, it's been years since I've watched it. And it, it's one of those things where it's like oh yeah i remember this i remember being 14 in 1998 and still watching this shit and i don't care i still don't i will still watch it even you know at my age now uh 36 i believe but anyways um it's just one of those why did this have to happen there really is no explanation every time i see venus i cringe and i've had read reports and you know articles knowing that peter laird one of the co-creators of the ninja turtles just 
hates this character and will not speak about her. Um, I really wish I can find out more on why. I know after watching uh, Turtle Power, he just did not like the character and felt like she wasn't needed or shouldn't have been added. And I, I think that's probably all that he could say about it. I just wish he was a little more uh, candid about the whole thing. And we all know that Kevin Eastman was all for this. So nothing wrong with it. It's just I, I just cringe at her in general because her bandana is in a French braid. It's like we get it. She's a girl like you didn't have to go that extra mile. I'm surprised she doesn't have eyelashes. But anyways, that's neither here or there. The turtles end up helping the Power Rangers throughout the whole thing. And the episode seems very short and it's very brief. And it, it just doesn't achieve what we all wanted to see in this episode. For a mashup as epic as this, even though it wasn't the versions we wanted, it should have been like a miniseries. Maybe like three, four episodes, two at the least. But they only got 20 minutes to put it all together. The Turtles were only brainwashed for about 5 to 10 minutes out of this whole thing. And then after they took control of the ship and, you know, it all looked bleak for the Power Rangers. They went into a magnetic storm in space and it took away their mind control. And that's about it. It took away their mind control. The Turtles went ahead and they teamed back up with the Power Rangers. And there we go. I felt like Andros, the Red Ranger, was that typical character that every time that there's something new happens, he's the one that's kind of like, oh, I don't think so. This is not there's something wrong with this. It's kind of like every haunted house movie where that one kid isn't excited to move into that dream home because they always have that questioned look on their face. That's exactly what Andros was. And uh, for some reason, he had Jedi mind tricks in this episode as well, too. It's kind of weird. On, on how this whole series was put together. And uh, I will say this. Now I'm going to get to the ending of the Power Rangers in Space series. Because I do know that this is about the Ninja Turtles. And this is one of my Ninja Turtle episodes. But one thing really irks at me about the Power Rangers in Space. And at the end of Power Rangers in Space, we do get Zordon back. Now for all of you who've watched the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from its creation on up we all know that zordon is like god to these guys and at the end there was no choice but for zordon to sacrifice himself now that blue shit that he's in you know that looks like walter white's meth it's apparently holds the power to get rid of all the evil in the universe what selfish bastard zordon was to take kids and put them in danger every episode. Destroy cities. Because we all know that the Power Rangers. Every time they went into their their uh, Zords. And their Dinosaurs. Or Transformers. Whatever you want to call them. I know that they're Zords. But I'm just making extra descriptions. And they destroyed cities. How many lives were lost? Who knows? Zordon you selfish bastard. Well anyways. They cracked that glass. And it removed all the evil. So Zordon. I hope you went to hell. Now, on to the next mutation. Let's just keep on going with this next mutation talk. I kind of figured I, I shouldn't touch too much upon this because I do want to make an episode later on about the whole series. But a few things that bothered me also, along with Venus, was the fact that they admitted to everyone that they were not brothers. 
And I get it. None of us are fucking Steve Irwin or Jack Hanna or whatever wildlife or, you know, animal historian out there. I, I get it. They, they shouldn't have been brothers. Who knows? I remember on, on one Facebook post, I saw some idiot arguing, saying that, well, if they weren't part of the same egg cluster, who gives a shit? We've all been brought up to know that the turtles are brothers. And after reading and doing a little bit of research, they had to say that they weren't brothers because somewhere down the line, if the series had went on, Venus was supposed to be romantically linked to one of them. Who thinks of this shit? I mean, seriously, it's a, it's a, I don't know. I don't know how this was going to happen. I don't know how they were going to work. I do know that they lived in a sewer but had enough money to have a Hummer and a, uh, 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 some sort of motorcycle. Just... To me, the next mutation shouldn't have happened the way it did, but that's what we got. And I also feel like the turtles in this particular episode acted exactly the way that they should have. They shouldn't have acted any different. They weren't serious. They weren't, you know, over the top. They were just the turtles that we each remember. So if they're going to take away one good thing from this episode was the fact that the last 10 minutes, the turtles were exactly what we wanted them to be. At the end of the whole whole episode itself, they're riding out in space and uh, on these uh, galaxy gliders, which are like intergalactic surfboards that the Power Rangers had made. And that's how it ends. If you were to go out and watch clips of this, you can see how horrible of a mashup this was. Um, The stunt actors in the costumes were really good. I would say that they rival the ones that were at the beginning of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 intro. And I know there's a lot of people who hate that movie, but the intro to that kicked ass. Those turtles move better than they ever have. Uh, you, You can't tell me any different. Go ahead and look at clips of that and tell me that they weren't any good. Now, is this episode worth a watch? Of course it is. One time. I don't think that you should sit there and and grovel over it. But it's worth a one-time watch, and it was worth my $2. I wouldn't pay any more for it, to be honest with you. Um, And if you don't feel like paying any money for it, a lot of it is on YouTube. I was hoping to find it there first before I went ahead and spent my hard-earned $2. But, oh well. There's a lot of clips on there. You can watch how bad this actually is. Um, I don't know if I can include one, a a link or something just so you guys can go and watch. Maybe I'll find the best one and include it into the description. But it really is worth a one-time watch. As all the rest of the episodes that I've done on the Ninja Turtles are all worth a one-time watch. Maybe multiple times if, if you're into that type of stuff. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. As I said before, the next mutation gets all types of hate, and I don't understand it. You know, to be honest with you, the next mutation was just an added bonus. It wasn't a great bonus, but it was an added bonus to a franchise that just kept on going. 
the Turtles could have easily died out like a lot of 80s series, He-Man, Transformers. And I know what you're probably thinking. Well, they came out with movies and all this other shit. And you know what? I get that. But the Turtles were consistent. They didn't die out. They didn't phase into obscurity. They just kept on going. And in Next Mutation, along with the coming out of their shells, gets a lot of shit. They get a lot of flack. And for what? Because I feel like in this day and age, Ninja Turtles fans are always getting hosed. And and for right reason. Because NECA is coming out with every little thing that you can think of. Now, they are a good toy company. Don't get me wrong. I bought the huge fourth scale movie figures. And they were great looking. There was nothing wrong with them. But as, as time progressed, I kind of noticed that they started releasing anything and these fans were eating it up as if they were holy grails, as if they got that hot spot or scratch or the Technodrome mint in box. Those figures, those NECA figures are nowhere near that type of value, nor should they be held up to that type of standard. To me, NECA slaps anything Ninja Turtle wise and these fans will eat it up. There were so many double sets or uh, double packs, if you will, of the movie series. And who gives a shit about Daniel or Dan from the first movie? Nobody does. Nobody even cared about April. I know that there are a lot of people out here who say, well, collections are in the eye of the beholder and I'm a collector. Bullshit. Show me some of the classic figures. Show me some of those mock, those mint on card figures. Some of the rare ones. And we can talk. Now, I'm a collector myself, and I, I spent tons of money on these things. And every time I see these fans, if whatever you want to call them, show up, and they're like, oh, my God, look what I just got. I got, you know, the, the loot crate that had, that had Dan in it, Daniel, whatever he wanted to call himself in the first movie. Who gives a shit? Was that figure ever even needed? No. What's next that NECA is going to pull out? That old lady who got her TV stolen at the beginning of the movie? That one foot soldier who slapped April? The cameraman who was keeping time when uh, April went to go talk to Chief Stearns? Is that going to be a double pack Chief Stearns and that, and that cameraman? And these guys are going to go out and buy it and try to defend it as if they're true collectors? No, that's not going to happen. NECA is just pulling anything out of their ass with the Ninja Turtles, and I get it. They bought the license. They're trying to milk it for what it's worth. And the first hint of that actually happening was when they made those fourth scale figures. Now, these are huge Ninja Turtle movie figures. And I was all for them. I was like, holy shit, I've never seen these. And I went and I snatched each four of them up. Then they released Raphael with the trench coat. And it's like, okay, cool for the people who didn't buy the Raphael figure. But what about the ones who already had it? Was there a reason why they didn't just make an accessory pack and charge like 40 or 50 bucks, maybe even less than that for a fucking jacket and a hat? No, they wanted you to buy the whole figure again. And guess what these idiots did? They went and they bought it. Now, I know I'm getting a little heated here, but that's just how I feel. And wait, wait till the second wave of The Secret of the Ooze comes out. Now, I know they've been releasing Super Shredder. And they keep changing every color, say, saying it's a different variant. And it rightfully is. But is there really any reason to do anything? There's nothing different about any of these figures. Nothing. Nothing at all. 
All they did was just change the color. No new accessories, no new this, no new that. I'm waiting for them to make a Kino figure, and I'm assuming they're going to make a, a double pack of the two girls who were making fun of Kino while he was about to get on his, on his uh, motorcycle to go take out, you know, or his moped, sorry, to go do his delivery. Or are they going to get the couple who told April that she made too much noise in the upstairs while they held their groceries? What else are they going to make? You know, they're going to slap, like I said, they're going to slap Ninja Turtles on any of these figures and everybody is going to eat them up. Don't feed into them. I'm going to give NECA a little bit of a, of a props because they are making a lot of the, um, the, the cartoon figures, the 87 cartoon figures, which is great. They're coming out with a lot of cool ones. I get that. Super 7 makes even better ones. And I still have yet to see a Bugman or a Rex 1 figure because those are two characters that never got figures in the original series. And maybe I'm going a little bit too much on these people. Maybe maybe I, I should let up. Maybe I shouldn't act like a gatekeeper, right? Maybe, maybe one of these almighty guys. But w- when you look at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fandom, some people just get way ridiculous with it. There are a lot of mature ones out there who are like, oh, okay, cool, I just bought this. And then you get a lot of other ones who buy keychains and post them up and say, oh my God, I just found these keychains at the dollar store. If you found something at the dollar store, it is only worth a dollar. Plain and simple. Don't try to hype it up to be more than it actually is. I know people go through hard times, and I get that. But if you're really going through hard times, you shouldn't be buying up fucking bullshit ass figures. Straight, you know, just straight up. So don't go out there and try to give me a pity party saying, well, this is all I can afford. If that's all you can afford, then you shouldn't have bought it. I sound like an asshole right now, and I get it. Who cares? So NECA, you can go to hell, and I wish Super 7 would make more of their figures, just in better casings, better packaging, because these aren't collectibles. Open them up. Play with them. That, that's, that's the best you can do with these new NECA, this, this NECA line, because it's not... You know, one of these days they're going to come out with a double pack of the the club owner at the end with Vanilla Ice. It's going to be the club owner and his little manager that was handing him the phone. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. So now, now that I've calmed down a bit, if you liked anything that I <laughs> anything that I said, um, or you want to keep following up, to find me, the link to my Instagram is going to be now in the description. I felt like I've kind of said it a whole bunch of times, and I feel like nobody really is going to remember all that. So it's easier to click a link than to try to remember a whole bunch of hashtags or ads. So like once again, my Instagram is going to be linked in the description. You can rate, you can uh, share, you can write to me, you can tell me how much you hate some of my shitty rants and how much you think I'm full of crap. And I, I get it. It's going to be fun. I like reading everything. Any reaction is better than no reaction. 
So, as usual, I will see you next time. Mic check. One, two, one, two. Okay, you ready? One, two, one, two, one, Yo, two. You ready? One, two, one, two, one, two. Sound good now. Here we go. Oh, uh, yeah. One, two, one, two, one, two. Totally awesome. About that time, about that time. Here we go. Yaka K is back again. Just again, they button pins. To create a little song to sing so y'all can hear the jam I bring. Danny D laid down the track for me to kick up. The kid is back. I sing in Danny's tune For y'all the blacks I new to new So everybody party hard Till you go drop Don't stop For there is reason to feast at least